welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Not long ago, I saw a young drug abuser captured by the police, sitting on a street curb in handcuffs, begging the officer to take him to jail. He said that habit was too strong for him, and he wanted an environment where he'd be forced to give up the chemicals that were destroying his life. He was afraid his little brother would soon follow his wayward footsteps, and he wanted to spare his aging parents for their shame. A thing like that makes one think of the Bible. The first three verses of the 65th Psalm read, Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. Here lies a contrast. Iniquities, rather, prevail against me. Thou shalt purge them away. The comparison is even more sharp in the original language, being predicated on comparing human impotence and God's power in the face of the fact of sin. The words of the first clause might better be translated with maybe a little increase of vividness. Iniquities are too strong for me. And the thou of the next clause is emphatically expressed in the original. It's almost as if we should say, iniquities are too strong for me, but thou. Any of us could truthfully say, I understand that situation well. People trying to live without the shame of sinful behavior in their own lives are like somebody trying to keep water from running into a sieve by holding their fingers over the holes. If you succeed here, it runs in over there. Happily for us, the very heart of Christianity is redemption. We not only really understand how urgent is our need for that, when we learn by bitter personal experience and serious introspection the severity and hopelessness of the bondage of sin. The angel voice that told us Jesus' name and based his name upon his work of being able to free our souls from the blight of sin told Mary, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, because he shall save his people from their sins. So here we have the hopeless and misery of our vain struggles, and side by side with these the joyful confidence in the divine victory. We have the problem and the solution, the barrier and the way to leap over it, man's impotence and the omnipotence of God's mercy. My iniquities are too strong for me, but thou art too strong for them. As for our transgressions, the stains I cannot purge for myself, no matter how many tears and counsel sessions and self-resolutions I try, there they are, black as before. It takes thou to purge them away. How then does this miracle of redemptive grace of sin forgiveness happen? The miracle begins by our recognizing that although we each have a free will and can make moral choices, we also have an inclination within us that will cause us to do the wrong person can't get help for something he won't recognize or for a weakness he won't admit. When we come to the end of our rope, we are willing to turn to the Lord and admit we've made a mess of things and plead for his mercy in faith, believing he hears and the miracle begins to happen. By power, which we can never fully understand or be explained to humans, he will wash us in his blood, take the stony heart out of our flesh, give us a new heart, clean of bitterness and hatred, innocent of any sin, free and pure. But that's not all. He will also give us a means of keeping our new heart fresh as it came from heaven's throne. 
He will give us the motive to resist wrongdoing, which so many of us don't have without first having his salvation. And he will give us what we entirely lack when living away from him, power to resist. An experience of salvation is not a matter of accepting a religious belief and willfully forcing ourselves to follow it. Salvation is meeting a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great love can put new life and spirit into our very nature so that we come to look at ourselves in amazement and say, who is this? I was never this way. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.